Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to invite you to join us at our next workshop coming up June 8th through the 10th in Texas in the peaceful rolling hill country. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY. That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you here with us. My name is Jonathan, and I'm here with Stephen. And so, Stephen, welcome. Yes, thank you. Good to be here. Another great day in the kingdom. So here is an interesting thing that Stephen brought in that I thought, okay, this is going to be, we'll see how this goes, you know. (laughs) I think so much of what we do on uh, this program, it has an experimental nature to it. (laughs) And uh, what I love about the way God works is that I think he lets us, uh, he gives us such great freedom in trying things, right? And and what we're hoping is we're going to, uh, we're going to pray. Yeah. And what we hope is that maybe this is something that you can feel like you're being able to peek in on or listen in on, mm-hmm. and, and maybe it will inspire you in a way of how you might be able to connect with God. Maybe there's some things that that you want to say to God that you maybe don't know how, in your brokenness or in your shame or in your fear. And uh, so what we want to do is we just want to come before God yeah. and uh, and pray and hope that it blesses you, but also maybe moves you also to have your own conversation That's with, right. with God. And so how many times have you had a chance to hear a couple of guys just open their hearts and talk about what's on their mind? And, and maybe even we can help some other men learn how to pray the way we pray or or try something new. And mm-hmm. so we're calling this prayer, talk, prayer. At least that's what I'm calling it. Jonathan yeah. <laughs> will call it what he wants because we're going to pray and then we might talk some and we'll pray some and and we're just going to go where God leads us. And so, Father, we're just going to keep our eyes open partly and our heads up and heads down and we're just going to be before you on this radio podcast asking you for your presence to be here, Father. Here at this time, in this prayer, but with everybody listening, we just want to come into your presence, and we know you're a good God, and you have good gifts, and mm. it's a new day in the kingdom, and and we are alive, and we are blessed, and we are fortunate, even the poorest of us, Father. You know, we have so much, and sometimes we forget to see, and, and thank you for what we have, the clothes we have, the food we have, the shelter we have, the people we have. We get caught up in the moment. We get caught up, and we get anxious, and we get competitive, and we, we get greedy, and we get selfish, and, 
if we could just stop for a moment and just say, you're God and we're not. And, and so we're inviting you to join our podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go as long as we can go, and then we'll start talking. But but we want to be quiet and talk soft and let God work in your life. And we want to open up things that have been closed and bring light into dark places. And it's not us. It's the Holy Spirit. And he's in you and he's in us. And it's like God wants to crack open things. He doesn't want things to be small and immature and childlike survival. He wants power in his people and transformation in souls. That's what he wants to do. And we've lived small. We don't want to live small anymore, Lord. Mm-hmm. We want new ideas. It's a new day. You're, you're God and you're big and we're small. So... Speak to us this day, Lord. Yes, Lord, and I think of when I, just the access that you give to us through the kindness that you've shown us in Jesus is uh, truly profound, that we get to be able to come before the King of glory, the the Lord of all creation, the one who, um, as I was thinking this morning on, on my way to uh, breakfast with my son and just seeing the, the beauty of your creation in the sunrise and in just um, hearing birds singing and just all the beautiful things that you've put around us as, as a as another measure of your grace toward us, Lord. And I think about um, it's so easy to get distracted by all the busyness of life and the things that we think we must accomplish, and yet you perpetually surround us with these elements uh, that can draw us into peace and joy. And so, Lord, I just pray that we would uh, be mindful of those things, that we'd be more aware Uh, Maybe not get so self-absorbed into our, even our own pain. And it's not to ignore our pain, Lord, but you seem to bring, you bring these things that maybe can draw us out of our pain or give us a sense of purpose in the pain that, that there's still beauty, there's still joy, there's still um, laughter, and that there's still um, just you in the presence of our our lives. And Lord, I think that one of the things that we see so often in this ministry, and certainly I've experienced in my own life, is just the the nagging nature of shame mm. and how shame wants to keep uh, trying to tell me something that is not true about yes. my worth and my value before you. And so we just want to pray against those lies yes, in ourselves as well as in those who are listening, Lord, that Mm -hmm. if there's any lies that are trying to tell us that we are worth less than what you have said we are worth, which is the life of your very own son, we just pray against those things and ask you to bring the truth into our minds, that you have called us saints and that you've called Mm -hmm. us beloved and you have called us desired and uh, Mm -hmm. and you've loved us, Lord. And so we want to just pour out our hearts in gratitude towards you for that mm-hmm. wonderful expression that you've given to us that, that really breaks those lies of shame. And uh, we're just thankful for that. Yes, Lord. And the whole idea that we can quiet ourselves for a few minutes, mm. that even in this podcast, that we can use it as a time to quiet ourselves and be still and to receive. You just want us to come into your presence and you just want to pour into us. And we try and we ask and we force and we tell you in prayer what we want. It's like, if we could just be still and hear our Father speak. Mm. I know you have good words, Father. So let there be quiet and stillness 
this day, this hour, and refreshment from having been in your presence. Just your boys in your presence. Mm. And I love what Jonathan said. A father and a son went out to eat. Because Jesus and his boys sat on the lakeside and cooked and they ate. They ate a lot of meals together. They had a lot of conversations. And I think that's what you want from us, is for us to enjoy your presence and for you to pour out into us. And that to take place of all the old chatter, the shame lies, the false identity, the way we turn on ourselves and criticize ourselves. You just want us to come to your presence, be still and rest. Let that be the thought of the day, Father, for all those that are battered inside, been abused and torn up and tormented themselves and hurt by others. Let that fall this day. Mm. And if I can just maybe interject uh, a comment here, because I think uh, in our in our pace of life, and especially in our Western American culture, um, I think we don't think as intentionally about what are we doing to quiet our systems? What are we doing to quiet our minds? What are we doing to bring stillness even to our bodies? So I just want to offer to the the listening audience, could you spend some time today or maybe within the next day really thinking intentionally about what's something that you could do maybe a few times just in the next week? Let's not bite off more than we can chew, right? What are some things that you could do just a few times in the next week that would bring just some pockets of stillness or quietness to your mind, to your body, Mm -hmm. to your soul? And then I'm going to challenge you to write that down and then even go a step further. And is there somebody in your life, a loved one in your life that you could share that with and say, you know, I'm wanting to bring some more stillness and quiet into my being. And here's a couple of things I'm going to do this week. You're not necessarily mandating them to do them. You're just letting them know. It's, it's almost like a small point of accountability, right? Just to be able to say, I want to bring some quietness and stillness into my life, and and here's yes. some here's some things I'm going to do. So it's good, Lord. I would I would also just want to come before you, and um, you know, I've, I'm one who for so many years of my life have just kind of been on this yo-yo and roller coaster of struggling with fear and anxiety, and it it manifests itself in so many different ways. Um, but Lord, I know that there's a lot of our listeners that struggle in the same areas of just the anxieties about money, the anxieties about health, the anxieties about relationships, the anxieties about um, just even things that we have you know, no control over in terms of our nation and economy. And, and sometimes even just engaging in things like social media and news just have a way of bringing up fear and anxieties. And so, Lord, I just mm. pray that... Um, we would be reminded that you are told you have told us that we are to cast our cares upon you because you care for us and that we should be anxious for nothing but that through prayer and petition with thanksgiving we can make our requests to you and then when we do that you tell us that the peace of Christ which surpasses mm. all understanding will yes. guard our hearts and minds and so lord yes. We know that our hearts and minds need guarding because there's many things that want to attack us, that want to 
cause us to be in a state of panic and fear. And so we just pray against those things and ask that you would bring your sense of peace and calm into Mm -hmm. our being. No matter our circumstances, our circumstances may not change, but you are the one who can bring peace in the midst of the storm, even if the storm doesn't change. Yes. Thank you, Father. And as Jonathan was confessing, my issue is coming up of doubt, and now I have self-doubt, and I question whether I'm enough, and and there are really smart people out there, and they know a lot. And it's, and so, but I also am reminded of the verse, and I'm going to butcher this some in Acts, Lord, but where you, where you were talking about Peter preaching in the temple, and the Pharisees got mad, and the leaders, and they threw him in jail, and then he just walked out of jail. They didn't know what happened to him. And then one of the Pharisees says, wait a minute, everybody. Um you remember there was this guy in the past that rose up and 400 people followed him. Well, it, it, you know, it, he rose and then he disappeared. And there was another leader that rose and gathered people and he was like a fad and he's gone. So let's be careful because with Peter, if we fight against what Peter's saying, um, we may be fighting against God. Mm. We better be careful. And, you know, it's just quick in my mind. What are we fighting against, you know? Because sometimes we fight against our own doubts. Sometimes we fight against you and your will. We don't want to fight against anything. Mm-hmm. Not today. Today we want to practice the presence, the stillness, the receiving. We just want to be in your presence. That's it. We don't want to fight hard. We don't have to be strong. We don't have to be good. We don't want to fight. We want to rest in our Father's presence. And you know, as Lord, as Stephen's praying there, it makes me think of how often in the Psalms we're told that you are our rock and our refuge, the one who we can run to and find safety. And so, Lord, I just want to echo Stephen's prayer that that may may we run to you when we have our doubts, when we have our fears, when the pressures of life and the temptations around us seem overwhelming, would we remember that we have a rock yes. that we can run to, that you are you are not shaken, you're not moved, um, you are not going to be thrown off of, uh, you know, out of kilter, you're not going to be, um, you're just, you're not shaken. And so help us to remember that you are, uh, you are that kind of God that we can run to. And Lord, I also think then about the, the anger that can come up in our lives. Um, And I see it so often. There's just such division in the world today. And so much of it is about trying to prove oneself and then, and then demean others. And just so much of it is driven by anger, which I think is sometimes born out of fear because we feel like we're going to be out of control or we, you know, if people don't do what we want, then um, we can't be satisfied in life. But Lord, I pray that we would be, reminded that there is there is a certain place for anger in terms of justice and seeking what is right but there's also there is also an anger that is destructive there's an anger that brings about unrighteousness there's an anger that wounds and lord uh, we don't want to be about that we want to be people who bring um bring peace who bring healing and lord so when we have our when we do have the natural emotion of anger Help us to dig a little bit deeper to see what's driving that. Is it fear? Is it control? 
Is it something else, Lord? Maybe it's the, um, maybe we've got wounds in our own past that when certain things happen, we get very afraid and then we want to start to control others. And when it doesn't work out, we get very angry. And so Lord, help us to, to go deeper than the surface and to let you penetrate our hearts and really deal with our, our deep anger that we might become people mm, of peace and calm. Yes. Amen. So Father, I'm, I'm thinking about the men that are listening right now and the women too, but, but the men that are listening who, who have a hard time hearing and they have a hard time seeing and they're sort of blocked and it's not clear what's blocking them themselves. Is it evil? Is it anger? What, what, what is it, Lord? Because you want to transform these men. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to just cope and live with a strategy and survive. You want to set them free, Lord. And so could you give them eyes to see things they've never seen and ears to hear things they've never heard? They want, and then they block. Mm-hmm. But they want, Father. They don't want to be lonely. The men we talk to are lonely, disconnected men, mm-hmm. busy and distracted, Lord. But they're so lonely. And they're messed up. They're confused, distorted. We all are. Mm. But their skills are weak and small, and they're in survival. And there are women married to these men, Lord. They're lonely. Mm because the relationship is weak and they're messed up with their bad skills. And yet you call this the church, the marriage is the bride of Christ, the union of oneness. Wow, you are good. Mm -hmm. And you want great things from us. And you have equipped us with that capability. Mm. Because we're blinded, we can't see. Because we weren't taught, we don't know. We're praying for those guys. And Lord, I also want to pray, as, as Stephen's praying, that I, I'm thinking about all of the broken relationships that are out there, not just between husbands and wives, between parents and children, and between men and their friends, and women and their friends. And, yes. and there's, so there's family brokenness, there's friendship brokenness, there's even brokenness within our churches in terms of relationships. And Lord, I just pray for, for healing there. Um, I do believe that you have designed us for community. We weren't made to be alone. When when you looked at Adam and said it's not good for man to be alone, that wasn't only about him as a male. That was about mankind. You did not make us to be alone creatures. You made us to be in community. And so, Lord, I pray that there would be great healing that is done in family relationships, in marriage relationships, in friendships, um, even within church relationships where there's been brokenness. And so what I pray that you would bring about a sense of repentance for those who have done the offending, yes. that you would break them and, and cause them to have a humility and to seek to humble themselves before those they've wounded. And Lord, I pray that you would give the, the, the power of forgiveness to those who have um, been hurt we know that uh, forgiveness is not a natural thing. We want we want um, vengeance, mm, but Lord, right. you're you're a God who shows us a different way. That 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 without negating the realities of justice, there is an opportunity for mercy. And so I pray that you would bring about healing in relationships. And Lord, with that, 
I pray that overall you would give a sense of hope mm-hmm. to those who are in despair right now. Because yes. when relationships break, and I'm thinking especially of husbands and wives, it can feel so incredibly hopeless. Or even for parents, when, they're, when their kids may wander far from home and far from faith, it can feel very hopeless. But Lord, I pray that you would plant seeds of hope in those who are really struggling with despair right now, and then help them to rest and be patient within that hope. Uh, we're grateful that you are a God of hope, that, that you don't just um, offer us the idea of salvation, but you offer us the certainty of salvation. And in that, we can have hope that even though circumstances here can be bleak and dark and, and confusing, you have given us this wonderful hope of heaven and eternal life. And so we cling to that and, and we, we rest in that. Yes, Lord. I was just thinking this thought about when Jonathan was praying was about the conflict that people have and our relationships and how difficult they are and and how the speaker said once, no conflict is more important than the person in that you're engaged in the conflict with. Mm. No, the people matter. Being right and fighting and not talking to and having an attitude and dismissing someone. Oh no, Lord, you never dismiss us. Mm-hmm. You never think, well, the mess we've made is too big or you're going to turn your back on us. And so may we not turn our back on the strugglers and the people that act immature and stupid that even offend us and say dumb things, Lord. There are people in my life right now that are saying things against me. I still want to love them, Lord, because it's their brokenness speaking, Lord. It's their pain. And I'm thinking of a person right now, Lord Jesus. If you could just help him see himself. He's flailing outward, but he's miserable inward. If you could set him free, there's anybody out there who's in a conflict with someone else and it's hindering them and the other person. May you see that that person is worth the love of Jesus. Mm. And Lord, I would just echo with that, that, you know, as Stephen is praying that, the the thing that comes to my mind or the word that comes to my mind is grace. And, and how can we adopt your view of compassion and grace. I mean, I think about Jesus even on the cross as he is being, as he's dying, he's bleeding to death. And he looks down on all these people and he says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Mm. And Lord, that sense of compassion that Jesus of all people had the right to wag a finger, to call down angels, to to annihilate every single person there who was doing this great horrible offense against him, and yet he responded with compassion. And Lord, what a picture for us. We we know that is unnatural to our flesh. And so we know that it must be supernaturally given to us to be able to have that sense of compassion. So fill us with your grace. Fill us with that sense of doing right even to those who do wrong against us. Yes. And I know there are people out here that are hearing this right now, that this is this is hitting them, but it's it's a struggle because they're thinking of that person like Stephen is. They're thinking of that person that has, that has wounded, that has offended, that has slandered them. And the maybe the last thing on their mind is to want to extend compassion, to extend grace, to do kindness toward them. 
And Lord, yet that's exactly what you showed us. And may we respond to others the way you have responded to us, because let's be honest, we have all offended a holy God. Mm. We've all sinned against you. We've yes. all been those who metaphorically have spit in your face. And yet you say, Father, forgive them. And so we want to be those who, when others spit in our face, when others offend us, we can also say like Jesus, Father, forgive them. Yes. And I'm thinking about how some of our thinking is small and immature. And, you know, all of our thinking developed at first in our childhood. And we entrenched in childish ways of thinking and coping. And and we're being refined. We're being transformed. And so if anyone out there knows they're holding on to old thinking, wounded thinking, reactionary thinking, childish thinking, immature thinking, would you consider saying, I want to submit that. Mm. I want to think bigger, God. I want to, to live bigger. You have to think bigger. You want to stay small, use small thinking. But we serve a mighty God that says, I'm staying ahead of you. I got the next thing ready for you. You don't have to stay stuck. And so the whole idea of this morning, I was reading an Acts about fighting against And so I asked myself, am I fighting against anything? Because he's brought it to my attention. And I'll bet if you think about it, he's bringing things to your attention to say, I got the next thing ready. Will you receive? Are you ready to receive? Will you be open to receive? I'm ahead of you. I'm not cleaning up your messes behind you. I know what's good for my children. Mm -hmm. And so if anybody needs to offer up some small thinking and say, I've held it too long, we're going to agree with you in prayer right now. Mm. This is the day you release the old thinking, the small thinking, the pain thinking, the wounded thinking. Would you say something about that, Jonathan, in prayer and help someone release that? Yeah, there's not a single person on planet Earth that, has not been wounded. Mm -hmm. And we understand that not all wounds are equal. Mm -hmm. Some have been wounded far more deeply than others, but let's not dismiss the reality that all of us have been wounded. We've all, we've all had pain. We've all had somebody else's brokenness dumped into our lives. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we have been victimized like that, we can get locked into a state of victim thinking Mm. It doesn't, I'm not saying no that, more, that no the victimization more. didn't today. occur, right. but what we want to invite you into through prayer and through the yes. invitation of the Holy Spirit yeah. is to have any kind of victim thinking broken and dismantled. In Jesus' name. Yes. We are more than conquerors yeah. in Christ Jesus. We're letting it go this day. We're letting it go. Whatever has happened to you in your past, That's whatever right. has been done to you, Christ is sufficient to break the power of that bond of unforgiveness, yes. of pain, and he can give you a new heart. He can give you a new mind. And, and so you leave that at the cross. This is what we're inviting you into. Will you offer that to God? Offer yes. him your pain. Yes. There's a reality there. Yes. Invite him into that deepest, painful part of your heart and ask him to give you a new mind, a new yes. heart, yes. and just see what he will do. We have seen it happen time and time it. again Receive it. where God will bring light into the darkest places of our lives Receive it. and give us a hope and a new future. Receive it. And that's what we want for you today. In Jesus' name. So I'm thinking 
Can I go with one more? Yeah. You've got something. No. That... Okay, I'm thinking about a guy that came in to me this week and said, I started doing what you're saying. I started listening to my wife. And I started saying, well, well, tell me more. Mm. And, and I, it's like we need skills as well as a vision and hope and freedom. So don't forget that it'd be broken. We have material, skill training material. And this guy went home and I, Here, here's the skill. I said, go home and try to draw everything out of your wife on the topic that she's talking about. Keep her talking. Say more. Wow, tell me, tell me something else or give me another piece about that topic. Keep her talking. And he said, wow, it was easy. And she became so restful. And we had such a good evening. Because what I've been doing is trying to fix the problem. When you bring me a problem, I tell you what to do. And that just makes her mad. Mm-hmm. So, Father, just help us with skills, too, mm-hmm. as we go forward. And I think hopefully what we've been able to maybe model or demonstrate here is a skill. Prayer is, you know, uh, some people have, I think, misinterpreted prayer to be something that's purely mystical or that only certain people can engage. I think prayer is also a discipline and a skill. And so hopefully we've given you maybe a picture of how you can engage in prayer, maybe more specifically on your own pain and, and your own struggles. But we are so grateful that you've allowed us to do this with you and before you, and uh, we pray that it's been a blessing. And if you would like even more prayer, please reach out to us. We'd love to walk alongside you in that. And until next time, we look forward to seeing you back here on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. God bless. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.